Why have I quit my job? Why have I, you know, bought a van? And, and why am I going to drive around the country? Well, I'm passionate about the idea that you need to be heard. And I want to stitch these stories together across the states. We're going to find the commonalities. And it's going to be really an amazing experience. And I look forward to you joining me on the job. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Mental Health Today. It's your host, Ken, and another beautiful day here in Flagstaff, Arizona, as I make my way across the country in the little van you saw there. Uh, that old that old clip, really, of me kind of pontificating what I may find is a common thread. And as I've started off the show, you know, many times, it was mental health. So that led me down the journey to start the JAR Foundation and to really dig into mental health and, and meet professionals, meet people that have been in the space for a long time, start to glean what information I can, and then realized also a great chance to assemble uh, all these great minds, get it down on record, and put it into a podcast and a, and a great resource for people uh, to go find. And these podcasts will now be um, uh, put into a databank uh, for a searchable AI uh, database in partnership with an AI company. And so, um, which is very psychedelic to me. I never would have thought about that. But <laughs> so anyway, today's, uh, today's episode is kind of a, a, this is a fun one. You know, I think our, our little pre-chat summed it up. You know, we're about to talk to Luke and Luke was about the straightest of straight guys you could get. And, you know, now, now he's probably somebody his father is, his father is either proud of or does it recognize, um, you know, or probably both, uh, or maybe he is just the same guy underneath it all. And he kind of stripped away all the, all this human skin stuff and found his, you know, his real energy. Luke, welcome to the show. And, uh, thanks for being a guest. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, I love talking about what I do, uh, uh, mm. or about my life because, it's like a very strange movie, and I'm uh, I'm enjoying it, uh, even though you know it ha it ha like like everyone else, it has its rough patches. But mm. uh, we are here to learn, and uh, and it's true. I I've went from one spectrum, I think, all the way to to to, to the next. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, yes, you did. <laughs> and I like to bridge the two. Yeah. What um. You know what were you? What was your view, or what were you doing? You know what were you doing, and how many years ago was this before you kind of started down the journey? What triggered you into, you know, a psychedelic journey? Um, especially from considering maybe take us back to being a Royal Marine. And yeah, how, how yeah, well, up that, here? yeah. Like I think it, the, the the U.S. term for 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 what I was was an Army brat. So I lived in in abroad. You know, not yeah. not far away, but but you know, it's Europe. But I, I, I didn't grow up in the Netherlands uh, until I was 12. Mm. Uh, so, so uh, unlo unlike most of my friends, I didn't really excel in academia. So, so <laughs> I, but I did want to, but I did want to make an impact in the world. Okay. Uh, and uh, so I wound up at, uh, in, the, in, the, in the Royal Netherlands Marine Corps, uh, where I served about four years. And, uh, you know, uh, going in, I was just a, a shy, insecure boy. 
but mm. I found my talent, which was stamina, grit, running, <laughs> and not giving up. So, <laughs> okay, I, well, I those had, are good. Those uh, are good attributes. Uh, well, in that line of work, yes, and and uh, I inflated my tremendous ego <laughs> for for decades to come there, and uh, and. Uh, I had a interesting time. I did a lot of crazy stuff in the Marine Corps. You know, I went to the Arctic uh, warfare survival training in the mountain warfare survival training. I went to jungle warfare survival training. I went to Iraq in 91 in the North. Mm. Uh, went, yeah, traveled to a lot of different countries for, for, for like quote unquote exercises. And it was a, it was a full, full four years. And then I decided to leave, uh, mm. And then, uh, yeah, I lived out of a backpack for a long time. I did a lot of traveling. I did mountaineering mm. for 20 years. Wow. But at one point, I had a normal, quote-unquote, normal life uh, where I was like a sort of a consultant, project manager, advisor type role for, 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 for companies in the internet uh, sphere, you know, in startups. So I did that for a while. Uh, but more and more, I felt like a Labrador in a snake pit. And mm. uh, that wasn't really, you know, looking for coming from my background, you know, with always teams and trust and, yeah. and, and doing things. So I was like, okay, be careful what you wish for. And I, well, long story short, I was really, you know, a straight shooter. I was really into sports or more extreme sports and, you know, it was more about, uh, you know, sports and beer and fun. Uh, I wasn't really conscious about anything uh, and really having a, like a makeable life. You know, I thought everything could, could be done. And uh, But uh, at one point, you know, things, things weren't going that great. I, I felt mm. less and less at ease. And, and then a friend told me about psychedelics. And I was like, what? Psychedelics? Yeah. And, uh, and I couldn't believe that it was positive, you know, like I knew yeah. drugs like heroin and stuff, you know, from the eighties, nothing good about that, you know? And I was like, Whoa. so I, I dove in and I, and I, and it was like a rabbit hole and I was like, what? And, uh, I didn't know anyone that, that had done it, you know, in my whole, uh, network, you know? So, okay. so okay. I, so I, I, I went and did it. And that experience, I'm actually writing that first experience down as I'm writing a book. Uh, but that was such a deep experience. I must say that, thank God, I don't see a lot of people having these types of experiences. But that first experience that I had was such a mind-blowing, super mystical experience that, that I had to recover for almost two years I I <laughs> I, uh, I did everything that we try to shield people against who do psychedelics and that 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 is making harsh radical decisions that impact your life and I was like what you know again can you still hear me yeah yeah you're back okay yeah so uh, uh, yeah I I I was like I'm never gonna work in it corporate field again and i made some 
<laughs> I just took a hard turn, you know. I, I stepped on my sailing yacht and sailed to the Caribbean just to make sense of the planet I was living on and my role in it. You know, it was quite, quite a, the, the, how do you call it? Philosophical journey. Yes. Uh, because I never had a spiritual life. And, wow. and so okay. this dimension, when suddenly everything was so real that you just read about or seen in movies or, you know, holy scriptures, you know, what is yes. it all about? And it, when you when you suddenly realize that everything is real and it feels more real than real. Hmm. Yeah, your whole world is upside down, you know, like, what are we doing here? What What am I doing here? So that that was such a shocker and and from that moment on my 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 life was different and i didn't know what i was going to do but i it had to do it had to be something more conscious so to cut a long story short i i i in the end i wound up you know after five years or so i got asked you know to, to be a speaker on mental health and many by by a lot of international schools I worked in a youth prison where we did uh, like uh, mm. over 40 workshops uh, mm. explaining, explaining, uh, you know, uh, delinquents, you know, how, why they feel the way they do and, and whatever they believe, you know, they're going to be right, you know. So, so believe in yourself and these types of, uh, of workshops. And uh, that was quite successful and popular. Uh, but, um, but in the end, uh, yeah, some psychedelics were made illegal here in the Netherlands, and I thought it was okay. a really big shame. And then I decided to really step in and started working with psychedelics. And I was like, okay, whatever is legal, I want to provide psychological guidance for it to keep people safe, mm. uh, to guard this freedom that we have, uh, because it's it's important. You you can frown upon it because you don't know enough about it you know that's fine if you don't want right. anything to do with it that's fine uh, but uh, the reasons that they made these compounds illegal were not the right reasons you know so agreed and yeah. so i felt it as a duty to 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 really do provide the services so so at one point you know i I uh, yeah. Ultimately, I made a website, and I was like, "Okay, I need to, to, to do this guidance." And uh, okay, and what does guidance and then, look uh, like? What is that? Yeah, what is so it? I, what I immediately exactly? it's it's so what we what what happens is most people that that come on the radar with us they they've done a lot of research already, you know. Okay. So they come to they, they come to our website, you know. It's psychedelicinsights.com and you can read all about the, 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 how we see things, how we do things okay. and then, then, we, then we go into a, into a video call you know, because I think personal contact and trust is really the most important thing, so you build a mm. relationship and you get to know people first of all, because psychedelics are not for everyone you know, yes. it's, 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 it's not a pill you know, uh that you take and then and then afterwards you're better. It doesn't work that way, you know. It's very psychological. It's very spiritual. Yeah. 
and it will put your philosophy upside down. Your whole worldview could change yes. depending on what it is. And, and so it, these, these experiences are quite profound and we need to prepare people for them. So we bring people in touch with the people that are actually going to guide them. Uh, I still do, do, do guiding myself, you know, so then we get people into, into, uh, into a conversation, into a call, like a Zoom call, uh, where we go over, you know, what, what their specific situation is, what they hope to get out of it, what they hope to gain or lose from the experience. And then we want to have them frame their intention setting in a sort of a mantra type mm. question. So, oh, okay. so, so the question they can ask themselves during the trip, which is something like, for instance, uh, what stands between me and self-acceptance or more self-love okay. or more inner peace or whatever your challenge is. Uh, ultimately, it should always lead to more inner peace, right? So, <laughs> and, uh, um, and then people can do their homework, you know? So there, there's, there's some, some, some time between those calls. Uh, we can't rush this. We need to build a relationship with people so they feel really safe. Uh, because on the day when people travel to to the Netherlands, uh, there's a specific uh, location that we like to see people at. It's an accommodation that they can rent, and then we show up with two uh, with two guides, always female and a male guide, and then we talk uh, and go over everything that that we already did. You know, mm. uh, but you know we have our first real meeting, so we just sit down and we chat about everything. And most people are a bit nervous. Yeah. And that's normal. Imagine. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, we acknowledge it. And we just talk about about the things that, that are important. And ultimately, you know, I also prepare the truffles. Uh, we make tea of it so, so people don't get nauseous. You don't have to eat it. And... Um, and then it, you know it has to cool down. So so you know you're you're busy with stuff, and 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 people are getting quite comfortable. And we explain that breath is a superpower. You know that mm. that when you when you get intimidated, that you can breathe deeply, and that is your real real anchor. You know for yourself. You know in the trip, yeah. and that we are always there to help you, and that people are 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 safe, and and it's it's going to be a temporary thing, and and also that you realize that it's not so visual. The world is not going to melt. It's more of an energetic thing, you know, and at the peak of it, you can still stand up, go to the yeah. bathroom by yourself, you know? So we, 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 we let people understand what it's really like and in, in a practical sense. Uh, and then once they drink the tea, yeah, we, we still chat for five, 10 minutes, but then, you know, it's time to uh, make the nest and, and then people go to bed and they get comfy. Uh, we like to see them go under the covers because psilocybin can make you feel a little cold after an hour. And then okay. we put on, initially we put on a, uh, a guided meditation. Okay. You know, so people are not waiting for the onset of the psychedelic. You know, it's like, oh my God, what am I doing? You know, so it's... Oh uh, yeah, it's, that would be so weird. weird. You'd, you'd think, I'm tripping, am I not tripping? You're talking... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you have some outside thing to kind of talk to your talk to your yeah. mind. Okay. Exactly. Okay, good. So it's, yeah, very it's nice. A, it's a guided meditation. Takes about twenty minutes. 
and it really helps people relax you know it tells you that uh you know the world is going to make noise let the world just make noise you know don't you worry mm -hmm. about a thing you know it, it just relaxes you and let let, let let everything happen you just keep breathing you know you can take control of your breath and you can let it go and you can still keep breathing and it's like it's like this you know so it's really really suitable and then and then it's just followed by sort of quote-unquote uh, classical music or sometimes spiritual music there's some sanskrit texts or some latin text but but really no texts really you know so there's yeah. no mental hooks anywhere you know it's not a song that will trigger a memory or something you know yes. so the music is yeah you can call it I can't call it really background music, but the music is really an integral part of the experience. It's like the mm. wallpaper of your experience. And in this experience, you close your eyes. It's, this is very important. Why? Because mm. you go you go there where you compute your entire universe. Your entire sense of reality is constructed by your brain. You know, the light that goes in through your retina, sound wave, through your ears, electrical vibrations, you know, you feel as temperature. Everything is manufactured in your mind. So you close mm -hmm. the hatch and you go inside. And that's where your thoughts crystallize. That's where ideas come from. That's where fears are generated. You know, so that's that's where you go. And what I see in my modest perception of of mental health, of the mental health industry, is that more traditionally, I think a lot of focus is put on the symptom and the symptom is treated as a disease. Mm. And yes. then people are right. kept away from actually feeling and processing that, you know? Mm. And what we are doing is actually bringing people in an environment and in a state of consciousness that with a yeah a safe blanket they can easily go to these feelings or happenings or memories or ideas or concepts or values whatever whatever comes to mind pops up and it's not just one thing you know many things can come many things yeah if, and that you can then see those things and experience those things uh, in a somehow in a broader sense, and somehow you can you can change your perspective on these things. You can somehow yeah, gather like more data, like a trauma. What do people tell you about it? Like yeah. when they do this and they revisit a childhood, say yeah. a sexual assault as a child. I yeah. mean, I can I can think of this as being one of the most powerful memories, damaging yeah. events. What a yeah. You must have had people that ex that share with you that how they look at that when they're on psilocybin. Yeah, what what generally happens is that people's perspective changes. Yeah, their perspectives change change, uh, and that somehow gives you more data to draw a better subconscious conclusion. Mm. Uh, why is this important? Because consciously, I I can tell you about your. I can tell you that you're safe and, and then, you know, you're going to be okay. That doesn't yes. do anything. 
because your 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 conscious mind is not in control of your of your chemical supply. You know, yeah. they don't <laughs> yes. they don't they don't control your cortisol, your adrenaline, right. your 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 serotonin, your oxytocin. That that you don't, you're not behind that tap. Your subconscious <laughs> is behind that tap. Yeah. Yes. So so when when someone discusses a certain topic, someone can, can can you can drive someone up the wall. You know, that that will be adrenaline and cortisol. You know, then there's an unresolved issue there, and yes. psychedelics allow you to see those defensive defenses uh, and and coping mechanisms and and they allow you to see how it affects other people around you how it affects people mm, you love yeah this is the point, how you right? could respond you know and how you do respond and if your parents weren't very nice you know it can make you see that they tried really hard and that was really the best that they could do you know being yeah, victims yeah. of their own parents, you know. Yes. So you know, and how this, this, this how, how that roll rolls downhill, you know, <laughs> and and uh, and so it gives you somehow it gives you more information, more data in an emotional way. So there's a lot of crying as well, yeah. that 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 can allow you to accept these parts of you that you wanted to keep away from you. You know, that's so, so ultimately, I mean, that's powerful, right? Like you are, yeah. Like you, but these are the you, dynamics. Yeah, you ex you see everything in a way that you're like, oh. And then I love what you said. You accept yourself. You accept this is part of your life. And, exactly. And yeah. you're healed in a way. You know, you're almost well, healed. Well, we like to say that 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 of specifically a first psychedelic is the start of your healing. You know, because mm. we see people that have been, you know, struggling with depression for 20 plus years, you know, and then they come and it's not going to be over after one psychedelic, you know, but, no, but, 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 but you can see yourself in the psychedelic, you know, also struggling uh, oh. and, and the parts of you that, 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 that you don't like about you or that you judge or the times that you hurt other people knowingly or unknowingly. It, it can allow you to to just see that that was the best version of you that day, you know, and that, that yeah. you can, you know, you can love that person, you know, you can make it part of you. And that's mm. what, it, what what is becoming whole or healing, you know, it's all about. Yeah, yeah. To, In, to accept peace. it, to understand it, and to love it, and to forgive it, you know, and... and, and forgive it. And I think this is what, what, what specifically psilocybin does. It, it really connects, you know, so it connects you to your heart. And I think a lot of people mm. are disconnected to their emotions because, you know, when trauma happens, you know, or life happens, yeah, you know, you've got you to break that. We're like, okay, this was so uncomfortable. We're never going to do that again. Please don't yes. bring that up, you know, and that, that is the first disconnect. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and actually, that needs to happen. You need to put it back on the table and really <laughs> express yes. what it really does to you. Because what most people don't do, what I've never done, I was, I was never taught. You know, I never had an example. But that is to express, what emo express your emotions, you know. 
So mm-hmm. you don't become your emotions, you know? You can say, oh, that really upsets me, you know? Instead of, you know, being the anger. Instead of being upset, yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because as soon as you do that, you're mm-hmm. you're not hijacked. Then you're hijacked. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of interrupted you. So you're, you know, so people go through, you know, they're, they're under the blankets. They got the music going. You know, you're a, f- you're a few hours in. How big is the dose that you've created for people with the tea? What is there? Is there a relative dry dose to that? Is that five grams of psilocybin? Or- uh, no, 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 no. That will be a lot. Uh, um, no, yeah, we used fresh truffles. Uh, and, and generally, elsewhere, they, they use uh, dried, grind. Yeah. Uh, mushrooms so so we use about 30 to 45 grams of fresh uh, strong truffles which is about the equivalent of about three to five dried grams of mushrooms so the higher the the higher dose more or less and this is real that's a real dose yeah Yeah. It's it's a real dose yeah, so we, we prepare people for it, and they come to us for, for transformation. They, they don't come to us for, 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 a fun, for a fun experience, you know? Yeah, they come no, to us to, a... to transform <laughs> themselves, and, and we try to, you know, provide the coaching and the insights to, 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 uh, to help them. And, and the, the, the high doses, yeah, they, they help us, and they help clients get there. So the whole experience, the whole trip lasts about five hours, four to five hours. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. people are out of it sooner. Uh, sometimes people are in it longer. But but generally, nine out of ten times, uh, uh, after five hours, people are relatively sober. But but not the same. You know, they, they will be completely mind-blown often and and they like to be silent and stare into the distance because this because of a oh. gigantic download that still needs to happen you know? <laughs> right yeah, yeah. The, the drive is yeah. the drive is reformatting still exactly it's a, reformat. yeah. it's a total yeah. reformat yeah yeah so everyone reformat. has got a, a uniquely unique life experience you know and and so 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 these types of experiences are, are, are uniquely uh, unique and individual. You know, it's, it's different every time. Uh, every time, you know, something else lays heavier on your heart than the day before, you know? So yeah. everything it's, 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 you, you actually go to, to what in the old days used to be called, you know, the underworld or the spirit world. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 if you if you just for argument's sake think that the chemicals that we flush our brains with, you know, that they that we are biological receivers that are chemically tuned, then we can receive more information. You know, so so psilocybin allows us to see deep into our subconscious, for instance. Yeah, basically, peel yeah, away the yeah. layers. Yeah. Is there any data coming or, and I'm, I'm really ignorant to this part of this. Um, you know, is there any data around psilocybin, uh, and psychedelics? Are we seeing any trials or? Oh yeah. Well, this stuff is, yeah. yeah. Just curious. Oh, well, what, what does that look yeah. like? 
Yeah, I think most of the research that has been done, uh, I mean, even before the war on drugs, there were like 40,000 uh, studies uh, on psychedelics very positively. I mean, mostly the, C LSD. the CIA knows a lot. Apparently. Yes, 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 yes. They know a lot, and they tested on the on the <laughs> on, 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 on the military and uh, just randomly and, uh, go into a town and dose the water and see what the yeah, fuck happens. Exactly. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, one of the things that has been shown is that 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 psilocybin and at, at least here in in the Netherlands, like the truffles. Yeah. They have an e they have an EU food safety certification. You know, it's like an FDA approved thing. Wow. Uh, so so they are considered food. They are not toxic. They are not addictive, and you cannot die from them. You know, so even as a psychedelic, they are partial antagonists. So they don't cover your entire synapse. You know, only partial. You cannot OD from it. You yeah. know, so so it's, so it's medically safe. Uh, but emotionally, you know, yeah, you need some guidance because you know something's gonna something's gonna happen. Something's gonna shift, you know, in your perception. Yeah. So, so, so most of the most of the science has has been focusing on on the depression and anxiety okay. and end of life distress. And there are some very compelling video documentation of the testimonials of these uh, cancer patients that that have had their uh, psilocybin session, like like their one, maybe their 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 only one, you know, that has such a dramatic, positive, impressive, yeah, impact, you know. The end of and, life and, stuff. I've seen some of that. Yeah, it, is it? It's so beautiful, you know. And and mm. this is what we see in our clients, you know, like. Uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes nothing happens and sometimes everything yeah. happens, you know? Yeah. I think that goes, Vaughn, it goes a lot to intentionality and and your your willingness to, to give in. You know, because if you are end of life, you are going to be on a way different, your intentions going into the trip are going to be very, very different, the treatment, right? Because you go into the treatment, you're looking for, you know, you're going to really, you're going to give yourself over, right? There's no ego left, right? You're dead already. You're dying and you're looking for answers. You're, you're a completely different place. Yeah, don't underestimate the ego. The ego is always there to keep you safe. <laughs> okay, the so, ego is still there? Yeah, 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 yeah. The ego will, will still be there. But yeah, we, I mean, we've, we've seen about a thousand clients, you know, since 2017. Wow. You know, it's a lot of people. So That's we've also seen we've also seen people in their end of life. Okay. And uh, we've also seen people after some serious diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've seen people that thought they'd just do it for fun. And we've you know, we have, we've seen a lot. <laughs> and and so still it's different for everyone. And yeah. and um yeah i think who's a good candidate what who's a good candidate i guess somebody's listening to this and they're thinking you know it sounds interesting but am i the right person yeah you know? i think i think or the right point of my life um terence mckenna 
uh, who is a, a great psychonaut and a, a, a great speaker on psychedelics. He, uh, he's an icon. Uh, okay. He's deceased already. Uh, but uh, yeah, he had a he had a brilliant quote which I can't replicate. But it it was something about along the lines of this, you know. It's having a life without having a psychedelic experience is is like having living a full life without ever having sex, you know. It's it <laughs> it, it, it 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 is like you're missing the whole point of of a whole dimension of it, you know. So yeah, yes, yes. So you can go through life with one lens you know you're born you know you you meet your partner mm. you have a family you have a job shit happens you know you give it another try friends die family dies life is a continuous journey mm. but you have one lens and that lens gives you gives you all the opinions that you have gives you all the ideas that you have gives you, you know, your coping mechanisms and, and your defensiveness and how you freeze up or how you fight back or how you flee situations that you can't deal with, you know? It's really, it makes it really who you are, mm -hmm. yes. this lens. And if you can change that lens, you know, in a, in a day, mm. in one day, you can change that lens for a multitude of lenses, you know, from a fish eye. To, to a telelens, yes, to a microscope, yes. you know, and you can turn it upside down, you know, and, and all of a sudden you can have so many perspectives and an awareness that is just incomprehensible and you can have insights and you can have such, such depth and such clarity and even like a like a mystical experience, like you can you can be become one with everything. Yes. You know, you can have a god experience. This is so. This doesn't have a place in our culture. You know, it has a mm. place in Indian culture. It doesn't have a place in our culture. You know, it it this is something that 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 a great book is written about. You know, by Brian Myrescu. You know, the the immortality key. And yeah, these are very, very, very potentially very profound experiences. So is it for everyone? I think, yeah, it is for everyone, but it's also not for everyone. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not interested, you know, go about your life, be kind. You know, if you have a harder time being kind to yourself, you know, have a look and see, you know, if you can have a nicer life, you know, because everyone is carrying around subconscious values and convictions and assumptions about mm. yourself. Everyone is not good enough for some crazy reason. We're all not yeah. good enough for some reason. That is a lie. All those fears that you carry around, they're lies. They're lies. They're not true. And when you want to see true and you don't believe in magic, then step forward, you know, and let and let it be shown, you know. Step into this ring, you know, yeah. and challenge yourself and, and see if, if you can dip your toe in. And the beautiful thing about psilocybin 
is that you can dose it. You know, you don't need to go off the deep end. You know, you can tip your toe in it and you can even start in microdose, you yes. know, and you can do it and at a festival dose that you just have a, have the giggles, you know, to elevate, you can, yeah, just and, elevate and you your mood. Yeah. So you can get a, so you, so you can befriend these types of experiences. Hmm. What, what is in the news and what is in the media is really the medicalization of these types of experiences. But ultimately, it, it has to do with consciousness, you know, and the less conscious we become, the more uneased we become. Yes. You know, and unease or dis-ease is the problem. Yeah. Like you said, finding that inner peace. Yes, yes, but it's already in your words. It's called disease. Yeah. Disease, unease. Yeah. You know, so it has to do with peace. Yeah. Yeah, it's already in your words. You know, so. Luke, yeah. Luke, how do people find you? I guess just a reminder of the website, you know, maybe kind of would help wrap it up. Yeah. Psychedelic, uh, psychedelic, psychedelic insights. Insights.com. Yes. Yeah. And they can find out, you know, and, and I had a poke around there. It's a great, it's a great little spot to go have a leap, have a look. Um, really, I, I learned a little bit today. I, I really enjoyed the, the real description of, of how it goes. Uh, that's something that's missing from the show so far is, you know, how getting people into the space and, and exactly yeah. how the process works. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Again, I want to thank you a bunch um a bunch luke for for taking time you're welcome you're welcome thanks for having Hanger. me yeah and and this episode's live now and it'll be you know it'll be on um it's on facebook linkedin youtube and twitter and then i'll get you uh, an audio version out uh, in about a month and uh this will also go into the the archives for the um, uh for the artificial intelligence database kind of try to get that put all that cool. into my into my brain um yeah, which is a really interesting project really interesting project but hang around for 30 seconds i, I want to i got one more question for you on the other side and um i'll see you i'll see you in 30 thanks everybody for listening and supporting mental health today share this episode and share what we're doing so we can get um we can get more great guests uh like luke bye thank you Yeah, loose, baby. But we're about to go and make this vessel with these great professionals yeah. in public glass. We're not part of the community, but we're from the outer family of glass blowing. Yeah, we're going to go make a magical giant jar with optic lenses so that if you turn it, it changes all the time. So if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I took eye with a man.